The Word of God is a seed containing the very life of God. It is His agent of transformation. As you receive these words in your heart with faith, that life is released into your spirit and your life receives a supernatural lifting. Join Apostle Joshua Selman as he brings you God's Word with simplicity and power. It's not for perfect people. The church is for perfecting people. As we keep going to God, we resemble him. When we look at him, his, his glory rubs off on us and we become like him in the world. So I want you to carry the mind that I'm on my own. The person standing by your right and your left is not important at this time again. I want you to know if the person, if you knew the person was a lady or was a guy, at this time you don't know who the person is again. Yes. I heard a story of a local football team that was um, going to go into competition with another team. And because Team B discovered that Team A always win their competition because there's a particular drink they take before they go play football. Hallelujah. Um, like two days before the competition, Team B, they were so rich, they decided to buy all the drink in the city. What were they pursuing? What were they pursuing? They were able to discover the weakness and or the, the, the thing that makes teams A win and they went and bought all the drink and there comes the day of the competition team A looked for that drink in the city they didn't get it that's how the devil operates the devil knows those things that are most important in the Christian faith and he keeps them away from us Jesus said you pay tithe of cumin and anise you pay tithe of little things but you have neglected the weightier matters the things that are most important in the kingdom the devil will always keep them away from you he didn't know who jesus was he decided to slay and to kill children that were two years downwards in the whole city the devil walks by trial and error he knows those things that are important at times he doesn't know which ones are important to you he just masquerades everything to make sure you are discouraged i read the story of a man that just got married don't worry stand we'll keep standing it's a prayer meeting <laughs> amen the man just got married and was relocating from the city where he grew up to another city where he was going to reside with his wife on the ship they bothered was his parents his siblings and all the gifts he collected during the wedding and his wife they were escorting him he was going to find another place to start up his life with his wife and that was how everything the ship capsized he was the only one that could swim inside he was able to find his way out he lost his mom he lost his dad he lost the wife and that was the man that composed the hymn what a friend we find in jesus he looked back there was no mother again there was no father there was no wife the properties were not there where is he going to start from and he sang the song what a friend we find in jesus jesus 
the storms of life will always come to check what where and what your faith is anchored upon if your faith is anchored upon all that you can get from god and not what you can give him then the devil can easily distract you when little things happen happens around you you begin to complain and to grumble because your faith is anchored on the things of the earth there were men that walked with god they didn't have anything there was nothing they were attached to the only thing they knew was their mission and their assignment hallelujah we're going to be praying tonight we're going to be praying tonight according to the season and the instruction today is meant for prayers we're going to pray because i've discovered that prayer is one important thing that god has given us but a lot of times we don't know and the devil cheats us by scaring us by taking us away from the place of praying because he knows that when we pray we go to fetch strength against him the bible says they that wait upon the lord shall renew the word renew means exchange your strength is dropped somewhere and you carry on the strength of god because the devil knows that whenever you go to pray your strength is exchanged for the strength of the lord he will do everything for you not to pray when you come to the place of prayers and that's when he begins to remind you of the things you did in 1992 when you come into the place of prayers you must carry a conscience that has been sanctified by the blood of jesus you must remember the redemptive work of christ is on that standpoint you are accessing god not because of what you have done good or what you have done wrong thank you jesus go ahead and praise him Jesus name we pray father we thank you for today thank you Jesus for in your presence strength is releasing to us thank you father hope will be restored the oppressed will be delivered in the name of Jesus things will be established in the realm of the spirit in the name of Jesus in Jesus holy name we pray Amen. Please worship team. Just remember, we're ministering together today. I'm not going to be preaching for long. We're going to pray. Amen. Much more than what we are going to be doing in the service, it's my desire that you live here with a culture. You live here with an attitude. You live here with a culture of prayers. I just want to share with us briefly to show you the importance and the omnipotence of prayers why do we pray there's something common to every religion i discovered that all religions are they are superficially the same religion involves prayers every religion has a black book they have their meeting day religions take offering some religions they dance they do all manner of things and i and i keep wondering why and how is christianity different they are superficially the same but they are fundamentally different god has given us something that supersedes religion religion cannot bring man into relationship with god 
only Christianity. Jesus said, I am the way. That means definitely, I am the way. There is no other way. There might be windows that people pass through once in a while. He called them thieves. He said, but I am the way. No man can get to the Father except by him. The whole plan of God is clearly written here. If you read this and you understand it, I wonder how it is. Professors, apologists of other religions, they read this Bible. All they can get out of it is questions and contradictions that they see from the Bible. Jesus said to the Pharisees, search the scriptures for in them you think you will have life. He said, come to me. Jesus was the custodian of life and that Jesus is living in me today. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's why we are here. We are not gathering under any name, no religion, no denomination and all that. They have limited it. God a lot. Wrote down the years. If you check, God will reveal himself to a particular denomination. Before you know, they are not able to move beyond the revelation of God they have. God, the work of God and the revelations of God are progressive. God wants to take us from glory to glory and to glory and to glory. If you remain where you are and keep basking upon the fact that you have known him, you have not seen anything. Amen. Welcome your neighbor once more. Say you are welcome. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Those days that we used to go pray at the court, a lady met me one day. She said she has been so troubled about the fact that whenever she hears me pray at the court that I shout. She was asking me, why do you always shout when you pray? And I said, do you want to know? And I told her, are you filled with the Holy Spirit? She said, no, that she's filled. I said, do you pray in the Holy Ghost? She said, mm, no, 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 no. We are taking it too far. And I had five lectures with that lady. Just five lectures in the Bible. She received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And before she graduated from this school, when you hear her pray, she prays even louder than I do. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. God, can, you can't put God, you can't put a, a square peg in a circular hole. You cannot define God. You cannot put him somewhere and say, this is his dimension, this is his length, his breadth, and everything. Amen. God is only revealed. He grants men access and revelation part time. You walk with him by that revelation. The revelation he gives you part time is not a definition of his whole and his whole personality. Amen. I'll be sharing with us in 20 minutes before we begin to pray the omnipotence of prayers and intercession. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. In Genesis chapter 1, we are going to see the purpose of God in creation. 1 verse 26. 1 verse 26. He said, And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness in the image of god to look like god and in the likeness of god to function like him and let them have dominion the purpose of god in creation the purpose of god in creation was dominion the word adam adam is 
the original translation means mankind of God. The animals were created after their kind. The birds after their kind. Goats after their kind. The cows after their kind. But man was not created after any kind. Man was created after God. So the Bible says, and God said, let us make this man, let us make him in our image and our likeness so that he will have dominion in the third dimensional realm we have created so that I can sit in heaven with the Godhead and have access and have authority over the earth through the man I have made. So the reason why you are on earth is what? Dominion. And he said, let's continue. Over Dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female, created he them. Hallelujah. From the study of the Bible, please look up. From the study of the Bible, I came to believe and understand that the creation of man, in the, the intention of God was to make man. When God had that thing in mind to make man, the first thing he did was to create him. The next thing he did was to form him. And the other thing that was going to be done was the completion and the consummation of the making process that would have made man carry the full authority and the dominion that God intended on the earth. But we saw that the process was not complete because for the process to be complete, there was a part in the process that required that man would demonstrate his will and his choice. Man, God never intended man to be a robot, one that he can control. God is omnipotent. He has all power. The breath of his nostril alone can carry you from here to Kaduna. Is it true? Amen. But why is it that things happen at times and God just sits down and is looking? Because the man he created is not a robot. The man has a will. Say will. Amen. The man has a will. Now, because man has a will, the greatest dimension of worship and glory God receives from his creation is from man. Stones, trees, and inanimate objects, they worship God. They don't have an option. They don't have a will. They must just worship him. But man has a will. When a man now decides to worship God, God gets the greatest dimension of glory and pleasure because the man is worshipping him out of his free volition and out of his will. So, God now place you wonder why did God now place the evil tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the garden amongst the other good trees. The Bible said there were so many trees in the garden but he mentioned two specifically the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The first thing God did was to create man. The creation is from the Hebrew word bara. I know you know that. Creating from something that does not exist. Man existed in God. If you were looking for man before Adam came, man was in God. Just as 
the vision of God's plan for your life is within you, is in your heart. It is one day that will begin to see the manifestation of that thing God spoke to you in the secret place. God has given you a ministry and is sending you to Lokoja or somewhere like Kafancha. Nobody knows. You are just a brother growing in ministry, praying in tongues, falling under the anointing, studying the Bible. But one day as you walk with God consistently, there will be a manifestation of that vision. So God was in man. No, man was in God. So God created man and formed man out of nothing that is tangible. The next process in the creation or the making of man was the forming. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 7, let's read it very fast. And the Lord God formed man, Genesis 2 7. The Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. Amen. That is another process. The first one is creation. The Hebrew word bara bringing forth out of nothing what does not make sense the next process is the process of formation this word is yasar to form by squeezing if you have seen people that are in art and design maybe sculpture or others when you see them with clay they, they there's how they squeeze it and mold it together so that um, there will be a complete mix the whole thing will have a uniform moisture content. Amen. If God help us in Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. Now, that is the formation. That was what God did. God stepped down with the dust of the earth. He began to squeeze it and to form it together. And he was able to form a structure that looks like you. And when God was done, the Bible says God saw that it was good. I will ask you a question. Why do you now think at times that you don't look good when God said it was good? Amen. Some of you wish you are like brother A, brother B. Oh, I wish for the sister I'm as fair as sister Dupe. <laughs> Hallelujah. Or you look <laughs> into the mirror, you are trying to change the configuration and the alignment of your nose <laughs> to resemble that of an American. Amen. When God created you, God said it was good. As a matter of fact, I'm the most handsome man on the earth. You don't believe. Because, <laughs> because God said it was good. Amen. So the next process was the process of making. And we see that in creation, God was working. In forming jesus was walking jesus was in heaven before he came here in the beginning was the world the world was god and the world was with god and the bible talks about a certain man in the book of revelation 19 verse 13 that his name was written on his vesture the vesture was deep in the blood and his name was the word of god that's why i believe that in john chapter 1 from verse 1 to 5 he was referring to jesus as the word verse 14 now says and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us that's jesus christ so jesus was the lord god that was in charge of the forming the holy spirit is the one that would have completed the whole process before the devil stepped in the devil rebelled before man was created 
he watched God creating man. Hallelujah. Apostles have taught us that between Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 2, there was a great darkness. So there were many years before that time. Hallelujah. We'll continue. Job chapter 33, verse 4. Job 33, verse 4. Just take my time. Lay a little foundation. Show you the importance before we pray. Job 33, verse 4. It says, The Spirit of God hath made me. The Spirit of God hath made me. And the breath of the Almighty has given me life. This was intended by God to be the completion of that process. Before God instructed the man, he said, I have set before you life and death. And he now gave you clear. He said, choose life. God will not leave us to ourselves. God never leaves us to ourselves. God never leaves us in limbo and in doubt. God never leaves us in confusion. The reason why there is confusion in that matter is because you have not paid attention enough to hear him. So whenever God gives man instruction, he tells him what to do immediately. God gave them a law, the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments, to regulate their behavior and their character. But the Jewish people decided to add close to 602 laws. So the Old Testament, Genesis to Deuteronomy, is full of laws. Only one man fulfilled that law, Jesus. No man on earth can fulfill the law. And when Jesus was on earth, he was the only righteous man. Because every other man had in them the seed of Adam. The Bible talked about in the book of Romans chapter 5, verse 13. He said, and sin reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that did not sin. After the similitude of Adam's transgression. Hallelujah. So that was what God began to do. He told the man, this is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the tree of life. But man took of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil first. And what that did was that the life of Satan was communicated into man. Amen. Man became wicked naturally. The creature God confirmed good became evil on the account of that tree. So, there are two words. It's either satanification or deification. Deity is for God. Satanification is for Satan. So, as Adam was having offspring, that life was being transferred to them generation down the years like that until Jesus came. Hallelujah. Amen. And that tree of life, we saw it revealed in the book of Revelation also. Revelation 22. Don't go there. It was talking about the tree of life that is meant for the healing of the nations. That means after everything is done, the heavens and the earth pass away. There is a new heaven that will come down from Jerusalem. That tree of life will be there and that's where we'll be eating from. Amen. That was what God intended for man, that the tree of life is there, that whenever man eats of that tree of life, the life of God will be communicated into him. And dominion and authority is measured by how much of God you carry. Not your title and not your, your position. You can be called anything, archbishop, archpope, arch whatever. Dominion on earth dominion on earth is measured by how much of his life i'm not now saying how how committed you ha you are to church how many scriptures you have 
in your tongue we have a generation of uh, Christian they call them textualist text they have a lot of the scriptures in their head the new creation realities and the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus the Lord shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory all that and that and that and those group of people all they know how to do is to tap resources from the hand of God they don't know the way to the heart of God the Bible talks about the children of Israel that they knew the acts of God but Moses knew the ways the acts of God are revealed in his hand and the ways of God are in his heart it was only Moses that knew the ways of God the ways of a man they are in his heart you don't know me until you come close to me even when you are close to me you still don't know me man is a mystery amen i saw a picture on facebook we see all manner of things on facebook those of you on facebook a picture of a book from the ground is as high as this very high <laughs> like a book can you imagine a book like that and they wrote under the picture something like understanding women or something amen that means if you start reading that book while you are 16 years old by the time you are 85 you will not be through reading that book and you will not understand it understanding women is a mystery hallelujah amen now what is the dominion mandate why how can you now exercise your dominion now that in the world two things exist light and darkness the kingdom of God exists in the midst of the kingdom of darkness. Within me, for me that I'm born again, inside of me is the kingdom of God. Outside is the kingdom of darkness. God desires that I bring the kingdom inside of me out. For a man that is not born again, I mean born again, regenerated. The man that is not born again has inside of him the kingdom of darkness and outside the kingdom of darkness. Because at regeneration, what happens is God impacts his spirit upon your spirit and there is renewing on the inside. And that newness, God desires and intends that the newness affect your soul and it reaches into your body also. Amen. That's when we say the work of God is complete in your life amen psalm 115 verse 16 psalm 115 follow me psalm 115 verse 16 oh jesus thank you jesus the heaven even the heavens are the lord's but the earth had he given to the children of men amen god has given us the earth the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof god decided because i'm his son to give me the earth please shagun come please just stand there look at this i am i'm not god though but the bible says that ye are gods amen i'm god i stand or I sit in heaven. Heaven is my throne, paradise. And I place man on the earth. I gave him the earth. 
the earth is for him. There is a force that works in the earth that will, that will oppose him when he wants to bring the, the rule of heaven, the, the system and the values of heaven into this earth. A force will contend with him. Amen. That force is called the force of Satan. The only way this man can succeed and can work effectively on the earth and fulfill his purpose of bringing the value system of the kingdom of heaven to the earth is when he seeks for assistance from headquarters. Do you understand that? Amen. The only way this man can fulfill his ministry and his purpose is when he asks for assistance from heaven. Amen. And that's what prayer does. We are on earth. God is in heaven. Prayer is an invitation. The forces we see and everything, they are contending and fighting against us. The kingdom of light will never cease to contend with the kingdom of darkness. And the kingdom of darkness will never cease to contend with the kingdom of light. What we are working towards is tracing the kingdom of darkness out of every environment where we are found. Because in the process of restoration, the earth and all the creatures will be restored also. And in the book of Romans, the Bible says, even the creatures groan until now. They are groaning, they are waiting for the manifestation and the revelation of the sons of God. He was the son of God, Adam, that introduced the bondage of corruption that the Romans talked about. It will take the sons of God also to remove the bondage of corruption. God will not employ any other people and his servants or people, animals and angels. If God wanted to do that, he would have done it since. Are you wondering how things are going? And God, it looks like there is no God. And people come to a conclusion that there is no God. If there is God, why is there war? First world war came, second world war came. Why is there tsunami? Why are there people in uh, Somalia and uh, other countries like that? Why are they suffering if there is God? God blessed his Pasha, he's blessed Americans so much that on the streets of America you can pick money and food, but other countries don't have. There is God, God cannot break his principle. He has given the earth to man. He only comes to operate on the earth when man invites him. If this is my son and he's married, I can't go to his house whenever I want. Is it true? I only go to his house when he invites me. Imagine that you are married and your mother just dress up one day, tie her hair, carry her big, uh, uh, what do they call that bag? Mkolak. And come into your house. What will your husband do? I know some sisters here won't even allow that. <laughs> Amen. But when you invite her, the only reason why she should come is when she is invited. God cannot come into the earth unless he is invited. Prayers is what invite God. Prayer is an invitation. God cannot do anything on the earth unless man invites him. Because he has given the earth to man. Sit down. Thank you. He has given the earth to man. Amen. Prayer invites God. It's a thing of relationship. So we now invite him on the account of the fact that we have a relationship with him. Jesus said, when you pray, say, Our Father, who art in heaven. I remember when God, Jesus, the Bible says in the book of John chapter 5 from verse 17, 
The Bible says the Jews sought to kill him. Not because he had broken the Sabbath only, but also said that God was his father, making himself equal with God. How can you say God is your father? That's what the religious people were thinking. But it's on the standpoint of relationship, we access God. He's my father and I pray to him. I invite him when there is an issue on the earth. He has given me a land to conquer. He sent me to somewhere like Saminaka. And I get there and I see darkness everywhere. I'll say, wow. It's no trouble. Every resources I need is in abundance in headquarters. I will call for help. That's when, when preachers get to a land, they begin to pray first. It's not publicity first. They begin to pray and to take root and to, and to stand strong and trench their root in the ground. They are inviting God there. Prayer also is a tool for restoration. A tool for restoration. The Bible says in Isaiah, in the book of Joel, chapter 225, he said, I will restore unto you the years. Have you seen what the canker, the palmer worm, and the locust ate? They didn't eat your food. They didn't eat your farm uh, uh, produce. They didn't eat your cassava. They ate years life is measured in years how old are you 16 years 28 years so the locust the palmer worm and the canker worm they came to eat years god said i will restore restoration doesn't just happen automatically restoration happened by prayers time cannot be recycled if i lose this handkerchief tomorrow i can get it again by textile science they can recycle this they can recycle this wristwatch. They can recycle anything you see. The chair you are sitting on can be recycled and turned into a table for you if you like. Time cannot be recycled. Can yesterday come back? No. The only tool that recycles time is prayers. The only tool that brings about restoration of the years, the palmer worm and the canker worm earth is the tool of prayers. So when a man, no matter how deep you went with the devil in the world, let it be that you swim inside the ocean of alcohol. The ocean, <laughs> amen. You swim inside. And that has been the life you are living. When you turn to God and begin to pray, restoration comes. So the things you have lost in the past, the relationship with God, the presence of God, the prosperity that was meant for you that you lost in the past as you begin to pray, Prayers will restore it. A sinning man will stop praying and a prayer man will stop sinning. The antidote to sin is prayers. The antidote to temptation is prayers. Jesus said, pray so that you will not fall into temptation because there will always be temptation. He didn't say pray so that there won't be temptation. He said, pray so that you will not fall into it. Prayer is the antidote. Hallelujah. We build intimacy also by praying. And the highest level of praying is intercession. God said, I sought for a man to stand in the gap. Intercession. We see the story of Daniel. How that God placed him in that land and a few others. He began to intercede when 70 years passed and nothing was happening. He understood by the books that the years of their redemption had passed. He began to pray. Nehemiah also. When the walls of Jerusalem were broken, Nehemiah gathered the people of God and said, let's begin to pray. 
they prayed and they put their energy and their resources into work and the city was restored the tool for intercession one is revelation daniel understood by the books you need revelation for 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 effective intercession i'm interceding for you i don't know what is happening to you but by revelation god will tell me things to pray about for you the other thing that is needed is consecration daniel proposed in his heart not to defile himself with a portion of the king's meat two things two requirements for intercession revelation and consecration hallelujah rise to your feet thank you jesus go ahead and pray i know we have to rush because of time thank you jesus go ahead and pray thank you jesus Manda kapata pashakala ikamano shilobodo briha prayer is an invitation when there is an issue in your family when you don't do anything about it god will not because he placed you in your family to be the intercessor and one that changes things if believers in nigeria don't pray god will not come down to do anything
We believe you have been blessed by this message. For additional information, call 081-3832-5463 or 080-3350-8935 or 080-3400-3936. You can visit us on Facebook on www.facebook.com slash Koinonia Eternity Network International or follow us on Twitter www.twitter.com slash koinonia underscore eni you can download our messages on www.foreshared.com eternity network international replicating the fullness of god's life on earth